Welcome to the Sports Betting Podcast. The Line Breakers. Hello, everyone out there. This is the Line Breakers Podcast. I'm Coop. I'm here once again with the mechanic and the professor. How you guys doing? How's, how you doing, the mechanic? I'm doing good. And you? I'm doing well. Doing I'm, well. I'm always doing great. Yeah. <laughs> the <laughs> professor's always doing great. Wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> the Met fan's always doing great. Yep. <laughs> But yeah, just coming back to you, I uh, hope you guys visit our website. Once again, we're 50% off all of our packages for the month of September. Uh, mechanic, why don't you tell them how you did in uh, the NFL? Uh, actually, privately betting, I did well. I was 4-0, and uh, I righted my ship after kind of stinking up the joint the week before. But as, as I said, opening week of the NFL is very difficult to predict, and you really shouldn't overreact to how teams did, you know, if they were, they were really good or really bad. I mean, some of these teams that were really bad are going to stay really bad. Mm-hmm. But uh, I also made a big mistake because uh, I was sort of shell-shocked and I abandoned all parlays and I'm left sh- shaking my head, you know, because if I had stayed with my idea of betting parlays because they can be a really good value if you know what you're doing, uh, I, I didn't hit any because I didn't bet any. Yeah, yeah, you were just kind of playing smart, right? You didn't want to uh, do what you did week one, come back week two, though you came back on fire. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's exactly <coughs> what you want, that bounce-back week. That we all look for. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's sort of like, you know, when we talk about uh, bankroll management, you know, like, you know, if you take a big hit, you know, don't go chasing, you know, go back to the safer bets mm-hmm. and uh, try to Yeah, conserve. stay disciplined. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. But, I just wanted know, to get that out there because I know the first thing the mechanic texted on Monday morning is like, went three and oh, went three and oh. I told you guys. Yeah, that was an e blast. Hopped all over the Browns before uh, yeah. we knew the mono. He looked yeah. out the window and didn't see a parade out there for him. So yeah. Yeah. It's like, didn't you guys know? And, and, oh, and, yeah. And then, and then I got a emails back from everybody saying, stop gloating. <laughs> so, but, but, but he you had know, to deflate his head when he came into the room yeah, today. Exactly. No Vaseline. So, um, but, you know, as I said before, you know, uh, sports betting is not easy. And that's why, you know, people uh, that are dabbling in it usually don't do well because they bet with their heart. They bet trends that are not really solid trends. And if you run into somebody that says this is easy, they're lying or they don't bet anything of consequence. It's just they're, rotten. they're not losing uh, money that matters, you know, and that all depends on, you know, what your bankroll is and what your tolerance for pain is. But, you know, nobody hits. Like, I have a guy that says, it's it's not really gambling because I always win. I go, well, you're full of crap. Yeah, get out of here, guy. You know, goodbye. <laughs> I only bet the Patriots <laughs> when yeah. they play Miami. Yeah. Well, no, the, in the last 11 times, uh, the, the Miami's won five out of, le- of, the, uh, of the 11. Yeah. So not, not last week. Yeah. Well, no. <laughs> that was I mean, a tough one. But, you know, I, I hate to say it, but the Patriots are a juggernaut and uh, – it's it's just looking looking like they're going to be back in the big game again. And now they have Antonio Brown. Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> I, 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 I must scored. I must admit I did. Uh, I was waffling uh, last week on the podcast about laying those uh, that big juice as they say, but I uh, at the last minute I pressed the button and I did uh, bet on the Patriots. He saw Tom Brady's beautiful face and he was like, oh, I guess I can't I can't uh, bet against him. I mean, him. my most hated team and I've and I I'm now making money on them. How many I've, pints of how many pints of blood did you have to sell uh, to get the the money for that? Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, especially after no, the, the soul that I don't have that I sold. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you bet with your head, right? <laughs> yes, I did. Know. And mm-hmm. in fact, I bet him in the Super Bowl last year, which no anyone who knows me says you didn't. I said, "Yes, I did." <laughs> 
<laughs> well, it made it interesting. Someone ha- make, you didn't want to watch that game regardless. I mean, that was a horrible game, so that it kind of made it interesting. It was horrible. But, you know, before really getting into uh, the results of the past week, um, the title of this podcast was The End of an Era or Two or Even Three because we saw after only two weeks of play, we've lost Eli Manning has been benched, which I don't know why they brought him back anyway. Big Ben is out for the season and maybe for his career because he had been talking about retiring. Yeah, he's always retiring, so this might be the year. And, and he blew his elbow out for, with a non-contact injury. Yeah, that was tough to watch. It was like a Tommy John sort of thing. Yep. And uh, and then Drew Brees, you know, uh, his thumb is... Ligament damage, yeah. Ligament, surgery, six weeks minimum. You know, and, and for the Saints fans, at least they have the best backup there is, uh, Teddy in many opinions, Teddy Bridgewater. So, mm-hmm. you know, their season's not over, but, you know, the, the Giants don't have a season. The Jets. Big, well, well, we'll get to that. But, and uh, the, the, I don't know about this backup, uh, Mason Rudolph. For, uh, yeah, it looks like he can. I mean, he likes to throw the ball. He went to uh, Oklahoma State. They throw the ball a lot down there. But I mean, NFL is a different monster. Uh, we'll see when when a team has to game plan for him uh, all yeah. week, and we'll see what happens. But you know, but those three quarterbacks combined have approximately fifty years as starting quarterbacks and uh, five Super Bowl titles. Yeah. So obviously so, they've so, been. I the mean, the, the end of the road is coming. And, you know, bring on, you know, some uh, new and uh, younger players like, as the Giants are now doing. Yeah, exactly. Daniel Jones gets the start this week over Eli. So who do you think is going gonna, is gonna to take uh, Eli? Oh, you mean like well, what team? Yeah. Go to Tom I mean, they're going to send him somewhere. They'll go to the Jaguars to Tom Coughlin, give him a real quarterback. Well, I think there will be somebody that wants him. I don't think that team is yet there because, you know, the attrition rate at quarterback is, is amazingly high. Just, you know, despite the fact that Eli never was injured. I mean, he was hurt, but he never missed didn't game, start. Yeah. He didn't miss a the only time he injury. didn't start was when the McAdoo they pinched you know, him for uh, Geno Smith. Him for Gino to, yeah. see, to see what they had. I don't know. I, I, I think that uh, Eli will unfortunately end up somewhere else because they're, they're, they're going to send him somewhere, right? Just like uh, Peyton Manning. Yeah. Well, yeah, but, it's, but it's one of those things he's going he's gonna to pick his own situation. He's yeah. not going to just go he, to some he, team and just get murdered. And I think yeah. he'll have a, a, one exceptional year left at him in, in the future. I think he could manage a game with a good defense, yeah, like well, his, like Peyton Manning did his last year. Well, he's got no trade clause, so he goes where he wants to go, and that's going to be to a contender. Otherwise, he's not leaving. He'll sit yeah. back and collect his 20. I guess the Jaguars. He's going to sit back and wait till another quarterback gets hurt and see <laughs> well, where he can well, go. But, but it's got to be a quarterback and a contender. Like if yeah. Mahomes goes down, let's say, you know, which is yeah. not unthinkable because the guy runs around a lot. Yeah. You know, he could get clipped or cheap-shotted or whatever. Unfortunately, yeah. Eli can't run around too no. much, so that, that would not be a good response. Yeah, his he, cement, he, cement feet. He could go into the wheelchair you know, uh, <laughs> division. You know. Oh, God. Speaking of the quarterbacks, I just want to talk a little bit about, uh, what's his name, Baker. Oh, Baker Mayfield. Mayfield? I, mm-hmm. I thought he didn't look that great out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah I didn't he think looked, he looked that. Yeah, it looked like he was kind of, look at the play calling was just off. Like the Jets just seemed to be ready for them, whatever they threw at them. Uh, a lot of third downs, they didn't complete. Um, they had the one big pass to Odell Beckham, but that was just a quick little slant. 
Yeah, but yeah, that, I mean, that hooked little slant uh, won me my over because he was his over under for yardage was eighty point five yards, and that one play was eighty nine yards. There he is, just talking about his own wins. What? What? <laughs> I can't talk about your wins. I don't hear about oh. them. Oh, well, they're I coming. I lost my match because he didn't get it on the two or three points, which I needed. Yeah. yeah. Fantasy football, yeah, that's but, something but, else but, to talk about. But, but, the uh, profe- but the professor's making money betting on his namesake Alonzo and uh, and the Mets. So that's big true. win today. He hit 49 today. And Back I, to that and, game. And, 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 and should have a prop bet to see if he get you know uh, sure he makes 52 or, or 53. I'm not sure yeah. if the. Uh, I'm sure they have a prop bet. Yeah. You know, we'd have to go to one of those big websites and well, ten, 10 games it. to go. I think they've it is. Yeah, just about. Yeah. But speaking of prop bets, I just want to jump ahead for one second. I was talking to Coop earlier. And uh, he had said, who's going to win a game first, the Jets or the Giants? And I said, that's a fantastic prop that should be out there. I said, you know, they we- they meet in week 10. So if they're both 0 for 9 by then, but there's a bye week or whatever. But, but yeah. if, if they have no wins by then, you know, unless they tie, then somebody will win. And then I realized I have to look at the schedule. I looked it up. But the Jets play the fish the week before. Right. The super, the toilet bowl. That is like unbelievable, you know. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're, they're like, you know, the, the Jets aren't trying to tank, but they've lost everybody already. They're on, on their third quarterback. Mono. Yeah. Mono, mono, mono. How do you get mono as a professional athlete? <laughs> I'm, we're not going there. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know, because, you know, the, the, a doctor did come on and said, you know, with mono, which really implicated is your, your spleen. spleen. Yeah, that's what I just heard today, yeah. And because your spleen is such an obscure little organ that you don't have a baseline, so they don't know how inflamed it is. So they can't tell whether it's not inflamed anymore. <laughs> so, yeah, I know. I heard Gay saying, like, it could just explode. I mean, I guess with a hit. I mean, it happens. With a hit, you could yeah. explode and die. Yeah. So, um, you know, like, if they're one in eight, just sit them out the year. Yeah. You know, and then, uh, and you know, see what happens. Have Falk take over. Who? <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> Are you cursing? <laughs> All right. We're, we're going to uh, take a little break, and we're going to come back and uh, with some more levity and some, some suggestions on who we're picking at thelinebreakers.com. Been a while since your last big win? Feeling like you've lost your mojo? Tired of hearing about your friend's big hits? It's time you invested in learning how to pick winners consistently. Join the fun of pocketing some serious cash. Get off the sidelines and join in on the action. Subscribe to thelinebreakers.com. Sports betting advice and education. At thelinebreakers.com, we explain in detail our reasoning behind our picks. Unlike many other handicapping services, our results are posted permanently so you can track our results. Listen to the Linebreakers podcast where we discuss types of bets and the reasoning behind the odds and the payouts. Thelinebreakers.com. All right, and we're back. Uh, last week, I suggested that betting college football by focusing on the top 25 teams was a good idea. I'm not an expert by any means on college. A long time ago, I gave up uh, focusing on college to focus on the pros. and uh, But I did see that even laying those heavy points uh, on the top 25, you made a lot of money again in the third week of college. There's some huge lines again, and in my non-expert opinion, there's some games out there. The lines are scary, but you know you might see some value. And if you go to thelinebreakers.com, you'll see who we like, and that's going to be picked by Coop, and mm-hmm. he's going to give uh, some analysis and maybe a tease or two. Yeah. 
Yeah, exactly. Five guaranteed picks every week for both college and NFL. Once again, 50% packages on the linebreakers.com. But yeah, this week we're coming in. We have 16 teams that are undefeated versus the spread in college football, 15 teams undefeated with hitting the over. Uh, that's just something to keep in mind when you're looking at um, all these spreads at the over. I mean, it's definitely much a, more of a possibility than trying to decide who's going to win or lose, especially if you're just a novice better trying to go out there and um, and trying to get some wins. And also, we're, we talked last week a little bit about this, about packages, promotions with uh, various sites like FanDuel, DraftKings, William Hill, stuff like that. It's just important to research, do your research and know what promotions will give you the best, um, I mean, the best money back. Somehow they, they give you money, you put money in, they, uh, they match it or they'll, or they'll give you more money to bet. So it's just something to think about when you're uh, out there trying to decide who you're going to bet with. Yes, I mean some of the sites, you know, they'll match your deposit, which is great because they're they're doubling what you put in. Yeah, free money basically. You know, other sites they'll guarantee like if you bet and you lose, they'll put money back in, but then you have to rebet that money. Sometimes you have to rebet it, you know, multiple times, you know, before you actually get the credits. You know, <laughs> so you lose it all. Yeah, yeah. and you lose it all. <laughs> yeah, they don't want you taking <laughs> out their money. But you know, yeah. then they've got their hook in you. It's you know, it's just like the guy uh, back in the day he give you your first uh, free marijuana cigarette. You know, oh, gosh, marijuana <laughs> cigarette. Oh, gosh, dating everyone. Here. <laughs> but anyway, back to college football. I mean, there's really just two big games this week that everyone's been looking at. Once again, I'm not really going to tell you who I'm going to pick. Um, I mean, I may not even pick these games. Once again, you got to go to the linebreakers.com and see who I choose for college football. Uh, I mean, first, we're just going to talk about Notre Dame versus Georgia. I think the line's sitting at 14 right now. Notre Dame's getting 14. It's in Athens. Um, there's a, there's a couple of different factors here, how Ian Book's going to play. Uh, a lot of people like him. He's kind of like the up and coming starter may get drafted this year. Um, kind of came into his own in Notre Dame, uh, took over the starting role last year, Georgia though, Georgia's got Jake Fromm, third, three years starter. Their team is averaging. I mean, they're averaging over 286 rushing yards. They'd love to run the ball down there. They have four guys that they, that they work into their offense. Um, so kind of everyone's healthy down there. Um, something to look at though, the over, over under 58, something to keep in mind when you're looking at that game, do your research, uh, if you're looking into that game and it's not one of the games we pick. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, a lot we, of the major, well, a lot of the major sports books are kind of, or sports networks. I mean, they're kind of like undecided cause they got the whole Notre Dame crowd coming into this game. They think they're, I mean, Notre Dame fans, uh, they think they're pretty much better than everyone else. So they think they're going to win every game. Uh, Georgia, Georgia's kind of like the big dog. They're kind of like the little brother of Alabama, so to speak. Uh, they can never seem to get by them, especially in the recent years. Uh, so it's kind of like one of those things. It's kind of who's going to, who's going to come out, who's going to prevail. And the winner of this game will probably make the playoffs. All right. And at Georgia, what number Ugga are we on? The mascot. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's a good question. I think it's like nine or 10, but yeah. Really? <laughs> They don't count. They're all they're all related. They're yeah, all. We have to do the over under. You know who? What's the Ugga number? <laughs> the, the Georgian bulldog mascot. Ugly bastard. It's a cute, no, it's not ugly. It's such a cute face. <laughs> you, when you went to Georgia, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I like just, Georgia. Just, I like their just, colors. Just like our resident. They stole the Packers. Or all your team. girlfriends went to they Georgia. They stole the just, Packers. Just like, just like our resident Holy Cross uh, guy here, the prof. You know what is the, what is the Holy Cross mascot? It's it's the Crusaders. Oh. And and what are they, what are they doing? They, this they run around. They're <laughs> are they playing? They're playing Yale. Oh, okay. Yeah, big matchup. Yale. And do do you have a? I know who you're betting. 
Of course. There, other than the fact that you root for them, uh, is there any rational uh, uh, independent research or anything like that that you would cite? Uh, no, I just cite the uh, uh, white there. and blue. I went there. <laughs> the, oh, the white and purple, excuse me. Now he's doing another colors. <laughs> something else. The white and purple's Georgetown, you know? <laughs> but I like, I mean, I mean, Holy Cross, they've had a long history of uh, kids just going and wanting to play hard. I think a couple, back in the 80s, they had a guy, a famous guy who played both offense and Gordy defense. Gordy Logbaum. Yeah. And that kid, uh, that kid would have, uh, could have, I think he was number two for the Heisman. Heisman. Yeah. And I know yeah. he was, always, he was invited to like to the, like he was in the top three, at least, I guess, for the mm -hmm. Heisman. He was there, and I mean, he played both sides of the ball, and people love that kind of story. So I think that's kind of like the players that they get at Holy Cross. They get it's those a, tough it's players. It's a storied history compared storied. to poor Georgetown that has really They no don't history. have a football team. No, they do have a football team. Uh, not really. Yeah. yeah it's a I three think it's a girls football Well, nobody knows. There's a three or four guys running around <laughs> with a beer can I trying to play football. I think that's on M Street at, you know, after midnight. <laughs> Anyway, I thought they just watch fall basketball, though. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, like, if you go to thelinebreakers.com, uh, Coop is going to have some picks. And as he's alluded to, uh, he'll have some over-unders, which I believe it's probably, in my estimation, an easier way to make money in, on college football. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but exactly. Still 15 teams undefeated. Just something to look at. Now we have some three weeks to work with, a couple trends that we can uh, kind of spot through and see. Yep. And And – the the website visiting the website doesn't cost you anything. There's interesting content content there. Our former podcasts are there. Everything's archived. So if you like what you hear, uh, you can go back and uh, listen to us and and see what you know our, if our analysis was right. Because we believe that more often than not we're right, and uh, you can verify it because we don't take it down. It's there for uh, you to to uh, to check up and see if we're uh, we're doing right by you. Mm -hmm. And something interesting with the Georgia-Notre um, Dame game, it's the fourth highest ticket of the last decade to a, for a college football game. $611, that's the average ticket price. Get out. Yeah. And that's, mm -hmm. that's before the beer. Yeah. And two years ago when Georgia played Notre Dame, it was $620. So obviously, I guess it's the trip Notre Dame fans going down there from Oh, no, uh, they got nothing else South to watch Bend. out there. People will pay that money just yeah. to go see that game. Yeah, Georgia, I mean, this is obviously – Probably like their second or third biggest game this year. Yeah. So, I mean, you don't want to miss it. It's a lot of money. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. So, uh, now let's – can we go back to the pros? Talk about something I know a little bit about. Um, I mean, I just have the one thing to talk about, just Michigan-Wisconsin, just another game that a lot of people are going to be watching. I think it kicks off at noon. Um, yeah, I mean, this is kind of like the big test for Michigan uh, early in the year. Um, everyone's kind of look at Shea Patterson, the quarterback from Michigan, see how he does. He struggled against Army two weeks ago. Uh, Army covered. I think they were like getting 14 or 20 points, and they covered easily. They won. In, uh, they lost in overtime, but they still covered. Um, and then Wisconsin. This is kind of also this is their big test. Uh, huge Big Ten implications. Going to be a huge game. Michigan trying to come out of the shadow and trying to just prove that. I mean, their defense isn't always. Their defense will be good, and they play Jonathan Taylor, who's. Um, a top prospect for running back who'll go in the draft next year. Um, yeah, Michigan will always have this good – they'll always have a good defense, Michigan. Um, but it's kind of just see if they can kind of show something where they'll have a chance against Ohio State in a couple weeks. Didn't they just, like, narrowly miss losing to Army? Yeah, exactly. They won an overtime against Army and Shea Patterson. I mean, he, you saw his struggles, so you have to see if he can rebound from that. And that's kind of on the line. That's why Michigan's getting three. I mean, you think in this game Michigan kind of – the powerhouse, but I mean, uh, Wisconsin loves to run the ball. We think it's kind of one of those games where it's the Michigan offense versus the Wisconsin defense. 
Uh, maybe Jonathan Taylor will kind of like bust out a big run, kind of something like that. It'll be like a close-knit game, and, and I will kind of siphon through and see if we'll pick this one, but just something to look at. And total is 43 points, so relatively low, I guess. I mean, 22-21, um, that's a push, so it's kind of so, just something to look at. So you're leaning towards <clears throat> picking the game or the over-under? Uh, this game, I would, I would pick the game, but, I mean, you'd have to find out. I have I to. Going? I have to go to the linebreakers. Well, you, you as in the viewer, the, the listener. Do I get fifty percent off too? <laughs> if you're lucky. If I'm lucky. If I, as long as I do it before the month is over, I get fifty percent off. And then uh, I think uh, you guys should go check it out too. We're going to take a, a short break. We'll come back and we'll revisit the NFL and uh, give you some teasers about uh, what where we're leaning. And not in as in giving you a teaser bet, but you know. Yeah, we'll give you a little taste. Give you, yeah, just a little taste. We'll be right. Thank you. Been a while since your last big win? Feeling like you've lost your mojo? Tired of hearing about your friend's big hits? It's time you invested in learning how to pick winners consistently. Join the fun of pocketing some serious cash. Get off the sidelines and join in on the action. Subscribe to thelinebreakers.com. Sports betting advice and education. At thelinebreakers.com, we explain in detail our reasoning behind our picks. Unlike many other handicapping services, our results are posted permanently so you can track our results. Listen to the Linebreakers podcast where we discuss types of bets and the reasoning behind the odds and the payouts. Thelinebreakers.com. We are back talking NFL football. I'm going to shoot over to the mechanic, and he's got something to tell you guys. Yeah, uh, as we mentioned uh, last week, there were eight uh, home underdogs. And uh, despite the fact that we have said that, you know, you make a lot of money uh, betting home underdogs, we uh, picked two road favorites. The reason why is the Giants and the Jets both suck. And uh, picking against them uh, has made you a lot of money. And probably will continue to make a lot of money, but that's the exception to the rule. And you know, the corollary to that was is the Bills won both times in the Meadowlands, <coughs> and their quarterback then boasted that you know we're the only team that plays in New York. Uh, and for those of you that aren't from this area, which you know we're in northern New Jersey, we all know that the New York teams that we know as New York teams both play in New Jersey at the Meadowlands, East Nice East Rutherford. Yes, the, the swamp, beautiful East it. Rutherford. But, uh, you know, both both those uh, teams uh, that play in the Meadowlands uh, are horrible and probably getting worse. So uh, just keep that in mind. But in general, we, we do like home dogs. There's four this week. And uh, if you go to linebreakers.com and sign up to see the picks, some of them will be in there. Uh, after two weeks in the NFL, only eight teams are 2-0 and against the spread. That's ATS for you rookies. When you're looking at a paper or whatever, you say, what, what is ATS? I don't know what that means. And so what does that tell you? It tells you that this is not easy. Uh, if only eight teams are still, after only two weeks, undefeated against the spread. So uh, with that, you know, I want to mention that we are going to start doing a little bit of fantasy uh, football. And uh, unless you're living under a rock and you don't know what fantasy football is, uh, you'll go to the website and we'll give some explanation, but you can find a lot more detailed explanation anywhere is if you have a computer, but Coop, who knows a little bit more about this than I do, is going to mention a little bit about fantasy and, uh, what he thinks, you know, you, you, you might be one of considering for this week to, to make your lineup. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. We just had, uh, 
everyone big out there in fantasy just had the big waiver wire pickup um, coming through on Wednesday morning. But a little something to piggyback off the Jets and the Giants. Actually, the Bills are 2-0 and in MetLife. They have more wins. We'll see how long that lasts, how long the either the Jets or the Giants can surpass two wins in their home stadium. <laughs> I, I, that's another good prop, actually, now that you mention it, yeah. you know, as, mm-hmm. as to who would win first. But uh, – I think the I think the Jets are going to win first because you know week nine they, they they do play the fish and the fish are tanking no pun intended yeah so. I mean the Jets are just like unpurposely tanking I guess they well, might, they might be tanking by then well yeah I mean because now they've they've lost their first string quarterback their second string quarterback their wide receiver their best defensive player yeah. their number one pick in the draft on defense and it's it's week two yeah it's tough so tough sledding for uh, for those New Jersey New York and, fans and their coach is a psycho. That too, yeah. He's like a schizophrenic. Don't but hold back. Just let it all out. But now. segueing right in from the Bills uh, and how they're two and zero, my starting for this week at quarterback Josh Allen versus Cincinnati Bengals showed a lot of promise. He gets a lot of rushing yards. Got a rushing touchdown last week, uh, and the Bengals just give up yards. That kind of segues into John Brown too at wide receiver. He's shown that he can be that big play threat. Um, Especially when uh, Josh Allen gets out of the pocket, he's not afraid to just keep looking downfield and just. And John Brown's quick, fast. He'll get behind the safeties. Uh, he can pick up those big chunk yards, um, and he seems to be his big target in the red zone. At running back, Matt Breida versus the Pittsburgh Steelers. This isn't your father's Steelers. Their defense is not scary as it once was. Uh, teams aren't afraid to run all over them, and the 49ers really trust Matt Breida. My sitems for the week: Robbie Anderson versus the Patriots. This should go no surprise. Jets have a third-string quarterback out there. Robbie Anderson's basically the only real threat at wide out. The Patriots will just shut him down all day. Uh, wouldn't be surprised if he had zero points. Joe Flacco versus the Packers. Um, he hasn't really had a good season at all. I think he just has – I mean, he hasn't really shown anything um, all year long. The Packers' defense is playing really well, especially their secondary. They really only have Emmanuel Sanders. They have the rookie tight end, but, I mean, I don't see him getting more than um, – Maybe I don't even see him getting double-digit points. And then my third sin of the week, Tariq Cohen versus the Redskins. The Bears have really just not shown him any faith all this year. The I think the first game he had maybe four or five rushes versus the Packers, a couple catches. Last game, I mean, he really he really did nothing. It looked like they're going with their rookie running back, Montgomery. He's getting a lot of the rushing attempts. And to even add to this, Trubisky has just regressed so much since last year. Agreed. So, I mean, that— Oh, my uh, God, yes. Yeah, he doesn't really seem to. He almost seems like he's a rookie out there, just running around, not really knowing what he's doing. He got a, they got a little lucky last week winning that game, but I would sit Tariq on this week versus the Redskins. Yeah, the, the analysts I listened to were saying that uh, Trubisky was keeping his head down and uh, not surveying the field, uh, watching the rush instead of watching the progression of uh, the receivers that he could be going to, as opposed to Mahomes, who just commands the offense. And yeah, is Mahomes like, is like a cheat code. He's just like, you know, fearless in the pocket, and, yeah. and, and he's mobile. Yeah. <laughs> or, mm-hmm. And so. Trubisky's, I mean, it's just weird how Trubisky's just regressed like this. I, I didn't see this coming this year at all. Yeah. But, yeah, those are my stardoms and sit-ups for the Week 3 NFL. Okay, now, although we did mention teaser, we actually had a conference, and we're going to give you a teaser. And for those of you who don't know what a teaser is, uh, typically it's two teams, and you get to add or subtract six points in the NFL when you combine those two teams, and you get to move the line six points whichever way you want. So the consensus we have here is that it's going to be taking Atlanta – 
which I have them getting two. You're going to move them to getting eight points versus the Colts at Indianapolis. You're going to combine that with Kansas City, which I have is six and a half. So basically, you're going to tease that down to them only laying a half a point, which means they just have to win. So that two-team teaser would be Atlanta Falcons teased with the Kansas City Chiefs. And uh, it, there's a reason why it's called a teaser, <laughs> because it's, you know, they're just asking you to bet, and it makes it look so easy. Mm, but, yeah, it's definitely an interesting play. They're both 1 o'clock games, so that means after you win this game, you can always bet the 8 o'clock game at night or the 4.30 one. But, uh, I mean, Kansas City-Baltimore, everyone's looking for this game. They want to see how Lamar Jackson plays versus uh, Patrick Mahomes. They see these offenses. They've put up a bunch of points over the last two weeks. So that should be an exciting game. But I think everyone does think that Kansas City will win. And if you only have to have them – and if you tease it down to where they only just have to win outright, I mean, I think a lot of people like that bet. And the other half of that equation is Atlanta at the Colts. I mean, Atlantic, they came through with a big win Sunday night against the Eagles. Um, I mean, they showed perseverance, and they showed that they could win – I mean, a big game. It was a big primetime game. They had a rebound after week one. So, uh, I mean, yeah, and the Colts, I mean, they're playing their backup quarterback, Brissett, who is obviously good. And we're going to see if the um, the Falcons can stop the run, stop the running attack with Marlon Mack. All right, so then that, that was a freebie. So if you hit on that, then go to thelinebreakers.com and sign up, and you'll get the late game picks that we have, and it's half price. Yeah, it's a little show of faith. <clears throat> Show of faith for everyone Professor, out there. I'm excited about that. <laughs> you're going to bet it? <laughs> I'm going to bet it. You better. <laughs> and, you, and, and you're going to bet that uh, prop on Alonzo hitting more than 52 home um, runs? I have no Duh. no choice but to do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got to do it now. You have to show By faith. the way, I wanted to just to add, I was thinking about what you were talking about with the, uh, the fantasy football. Um, I'm thinking, uh, what's his name? Brett Marr from the Dallas is going to bring in some really good points. He's the kicker. Against oh, yeah. Miami. Mm-hmm. I think yeah, they're going to light up the place uh, against Miami. So um, now, look, for, look, look for that guy to, to score well, a lot of points. He might have 10 points, if, but there's going to be 10 extra points. There's going to be no field goals. pretty good. Uh, maybe, <laughs> maybe, not. maybe Maybe they'll not. get lucky. Maybe maybe Prescott will make a bad throw. Yeah. Third down. Yeah. Maybe they'll get lucky. You'll see. Even the Patriots kicked a field goal. Yeah, the Patriots. Man, I mean, they've given up three points this year. Mm-hmm. And they've scored, I mean, yeah. uh, what, 76? No. Something like that? No. 43, nothing, and uh, 30. The Patriots are in another yeah. division and, and from everybody else. Yeah. I mean, there's Especially just nothing this you year. can do about that. Their combined score is 76 to 3. Yeah. And I think, what, the Dolphins have given up 104 points, 105 points? Like 102. That? They've 102. tied a 50-year-old record. And nice. 102 points nice. in their first two games, <laughs> and that'll soon be eclipsed uh when they give up, I don't know, 40, 50 to Dallas. So yeah. what, do you think, what do you think is going to happen with Antonio Brown being there and scoring points and taking uh, time away from some of these other guys or, or complaining about time? I think uh, that's going to be interesting. I don't know. It seems like when these players go to the Patriots, they just shut up. Like Randy Moss was always a big voice, but he went to the Patriots yeah, and just shut up. Belichick says, shut up or get out. You're getting a million dollars a week. Just shut the F up. It's like in Waterboy when he's like, and he shows him the ring. He's like, do you want one of these? (laughs) Do you want one of these? Just shut up. But when you have these bad teams in the NFL, it always brings up the uh, discussion, like, can a college team beat? Can the best college team beat the best NFL team? That's like, you know, that's ridiculous. Uh, But anyway. It it's happened before, back in the 50s, with Jackie Robinson, UCLA team beat uh, an NFL team. Well, I guess not an NFL team, but... 
Well, that's because. Well, was that the 1850s? <laughs> no, Jackie Robinson on the UCLA I'm kidding, football I'm kidding, team. I'm kidding. It happened. It's yeah. it's there. All right. So finally, we always end up with our PSA, our public service announcement to bet with your head, not over it. It's the phrase that if you believe you might have a problem, you probably do. And if that's the problem you've got, call 1-800-GAMBLER. And if you're going to use our subscription service, you're agreeing that you are of legal age in your state to bet, which is where we are in New Jersey is 21 or over. And New Jersey is now the number one sports betting state in the United States, surpassing Vegas and just going on and on. So Mm -hmm. thanks for listening. Go to thelinebreakers.com, sign up, and uh, the subscription is half price still. 50% off. Yep. Can't beat that. Take and a little other free tip, just again, Washington Mystics up 1-0 against Las Vegas Aces. Don't tell you I told you so. That, I'll end it with that. Yeah, and as you should. <laughs> I am the Coop. I'm Coop. He's the mechanic. That's the professor. We are the line breakers. Out. <laughs> All right. Take care. All right.